Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything, Medicare, Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening. Thank you for joining me today. Every single week, I bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. If you're unfamiliar with um, who I am or this podcast, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for taking the time. I'm a um, published author of multiple books about the Medicare and the insurance industry in the world, um, kind of about putting out information, if you will, that can kind of help making the whole process easier for you specifically. I, I, for the most part, have published books about Medicare, but my latest book that is set to come out any day now, The Insurance Funnel, is about just the buying an insurance policy altogether. I own, an, I own a company called Christian Brindle Insurance Services, just located outside of Salt Lake City, Utah. And we work with people in various different states, Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Texas, South Carolina, Florida, and Oregon. Again, that's Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Texas, South Carolina, Florida, and Oregon. And um, ever since I started this podcast, we've kind of taken an approach to pull the curtain back, if you will. And I believe that's what a majority of our audience has kind of liked about the podcast is because I think in order to truly understand what you need to do as far as making a good selection in the, with your Medicare health plan, whether it be Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage plan, or maybe even Medicare Part D prescription drug plan, or maybe even an ancillary product like a dental vision hearing plan, um, I believe in order to really make a good selection, I think the more you can know about the inner workings of the industry, the better. Of course, we try to only put out information that we feel is going to be relevant to you. We don't want to put stuff out there that's going to be just completely irrelevant and serves no purpose or value to helping you make a better informed decision. We just don't want to bore you or put out you know, fluff information just to put information out there. But this is, an, this is a topic that I thought could really benefit you um, the audience, especially, you know, the majority of our audience that are not licensed insurance agents, as far as what a person has to go through in order to be quote unquote authorized to offer various different Medicare health plans and various different insurance companies that offer Medicare health plans. As, as many of you know, I'm sure, um, I believe that there are a lot of good people in the insurance industry that offer Medicare plans, and I believe there's a lot of people that maybe aren't so good um, available. And there's a multitude of different reasons, and I talk about that a lot in my new book, The Insurance Funnel, that's coming out. And I I don't want to um, say too much other than that. And I've talked about this topic specifically on the podcast a lot about why some are so good and why others aren't so good and kind of what you need to look for. And we've had experts come on and talk about it. I don't want to beat a dead horse too much, but 
I think it can give you a new appreciation for insurance agents as a whole if you kind of know what kind of hoops they have to jump through in order to offer Medicare health plans. And Medicare health plans are not like every other type of insurance. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the insurance industry is highly regulated, highly um, put under a microscope, if you will, by the the government, the insurance departments, um, depending on the type of insurance, the Securities and Exchange Commission, and et cetera. But Medicare is probably one of the most regulated, the most um, analyzed by the government industry there is. Now, it's probably not the most, although it's right up there with the most. I mean, that, that, that is definitely something that could be debated and could be argued. But Medicare is right up there with the most highly regulated and the most rules are put into place. Um, you maybe be, they could say, you know, the financial service indus- industry would be pretty high up there as well. But I believe personally that Medicare is either more so regulated and, and, um, kind of putting pressure on the insurance companies and the people in it to follow the rules and there's a million and one rules to follow, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not so much going to talk about rules so much, but more so is what a person has to go through as far as hoops to jump through to offer you a Medicare health plan. We all know that a person needs to have an insurance license in their particular home state or whatever state they're offering a policy in in order to offer a product to somebody. That part, I think, I would hope anyway, that most of the audience would already be familiar with. And in order to obtain an insurance license, we kind of know a little bit about that. Um, as, as far as the, you, the audience, I should say, um, know quite a bit about that, I'm sure. Um, the state, whichever state it is, has the particular individual pass a, a, a licensing exam. And the licensing exams are different depending on the type of license they'd like to pick up. For myself, I carry an accident and health license and a life license in my home state of Utah. I don't carry a um, property and casualty license, which is needed to do car insurance or homeowner's insurance. I don't have a securities license, which you need to do to do a lot of different financial services products. I am a specialist, if you will. And my specialty is Medicare health plans, which I need an accident health license to, to do. Now, I have the life license because we do life insurance, too. It's kind of like a side focus for us. Um, I don't think it's as complicated as the Medicare plans are. But Medicare is our focus. We don't ever want to stretch ourselves too thin. I've made my feelings clear about why I think a specialist is always going to benefit you as far as working with an, an individual specifically on different types of insurances. And um so a person needs to take that licensing exam for 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 my license specifically. Um, we have to take uh, we have to um, every two years sit through a, a course called continuing education in order to renew um, and take a few tests also in order to renew our license and pay a fee, of course. Um, so those are them. That's the maintenance as far as the license is concerned. But the Medicare industry as a whole, in and of itself, folks, has all kinds of rules and regulations on top of that in order to let a person represent, a person or an organization, I should say, represent a particular insurance company. Now, of course, the licensing exam also has a person do fingerprints in most cases. They have a person do a background check, agree to a background check. They don't want people in the insurance industry 
that have a shady history or a checkered past. They want people that are going to be able to help people in a way that is going to be, you know, respectable with integrity. They don't want, you know, people that just got out of jail, let's say, to jump into the insurance world because let's face it. And if, if you're listening to this and you just got out of jail or you spent time in jail, this is no, I don't mean to cast dispersions on you specifically. I'm just giving an example. But I mean, fraud, fraud, waste, and abuse in the insurance world is a very real thing. And I don't want to bore you with that stuff, but that's kind of what they're looking for. They want people that they feel have integrity. I have to take a quick break, folks. In segment two, I'll talk about everything that a Medicare agent has to go through as far as fees, test taking, certifications, hoops to jump through the whole nine yards. You might have a new respect for someone you know that might be in the insurance industry that does Medicare plans, or maybe for me. Um, maybe I'm doing this to get a little sympathy for me. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming, did you? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I just thought it might be interesting and might kind of give you some insight on how qualified an agent really is. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. If I seem a little lower energy today than I normally am, it's because my daughter, my daughter's nine months old now, Violet, and Violet recently started going to daycare, um, and uh, and and it's not so my because my wife wanted to go back to work. We don't need the money, but she wanted to go back to work. She wanted to. She was just, you know, having a hard time with the whole being home all day with the baby kind of thing and watching the baby twenty four seven kind of thing. And so she wanted to go back to work. So Violet started going to daycare, and so Violet got a cold her first week at daycare and gave it to me. So. Long story short, I'm a little under the weather. I appreciate your patience with me on this. I've always done this podcast under the weather, um, mad, upset. No matter how I'm feeling physically or emotionally, I'm here. I deliver. We bring these episodes on schedule week after week, month after month, year after year. And I do it because we have such an unbelievably fantastic audience in you folks. So thank you for that. Now let's get back into this. So what does an agent need to go through? So we talked a little bit about, you know, the nuts and bolts of how to pick up an insurance license. Um, and then for someone to offer Medicare products, they need a health license. And it's called, it goes by different names depending on the state. In my home state in Utah, it's accident and health, but they also need to carry as a license in every single state that they're going to work in other than their home state. They call that non-resident licenses. Now, if a person wants to offer Medicare supplement plans, typically all they have to do is contract with the particular Medicare supplement insurance company. So let's say, for example, XYZ insurance company has a Medicare supplement plan. They have a real competitive plan G, whatever the case might be. Most Medicare supplement companies don't make you do any certifications or tests for that. The agent can just sign up and... Usually those companies will do some kind of background check as well. They do their own check and so on and so forth. But that's as much as there is to it, typically. It's not too, it's not too hard. So that's why you see a lot of agents that um, only elect to offer to their clients and customers Medicare supplement plans, and they don't really want to do anything else than that. They do it because it's easy. 
They don't have to take tests year after year. Um, I did an episode on Monday about propaganda, and there's a good, you know, reason why someone would want to push propaganda, anti-Medicare Advantage propaganda, and pro-Medicare supplement propaganda. I fall right in the middle of the of the cornfield on this, on the Medicare supplement, Medicare Advantage thing. Of course, I leaned more towards Medicare supplement if you had a gun to my head, but I believe that both have a place and both, you know, are good for this for certain individuals based on their needs and preferences. But there's an example for you. So Medicare supplements, it's not too hard. Medicare Advantage plans, on the other hand, and Part D prescription drug plans um, as well are a different animal. So let's start with Medicare Advantage. Medicare Advantage plans require, uh, most Medicare Advantage plans, I should say, require every single agent to take a test every year through an organization called AHIP. AHIP stands for America's Health Insurance Plans. Google it if you're interested. The definition, according to their Wikipedia page, is America's Health Insurance Plans is an American political advocacy trade association of health insurance companies known for certification of Medicare Advantage and other health plans governed by CMS, which, of course, is the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. So in a nutshell... It's an organization that does certification testing for brokers. Typically, a a broker has to pay a fee. You know, it's probably in most cases anywhere between $125 to $150 a year to take this test. They have three tries to take the test. It's usually, I think it's about 50 questions and the the agent has to score 90% or above. If they do not achieve this within the first three attempts, with most of the Medicare Advantage insurance companies, they cannot offer their products for the remainder of the year. They can try again next year. And the AHIP test is a tough test. I've known people that have been in the industry for a long time. You know, my... my, um, I, I have relationships with people that have been in the industry for 30 years that struggle with AHIP year after year because it's the type of test where they try to trick you. Multiple choice, you know, usually two or three answers could be right. Um, and it's kind of a elimination thing. Um, some people just whiz through it. It just kind of depends on the person. But there's that. Now, once AHIP is completed, the particular insurance companies let's say XYZ insurance company, again, for an example, Um, XYZ insurance company will then have their own certification test that needs to be passed by the broker or the agent. And it's a very similar format than AHIP. Some are harder than others and some are longer than others, but every single company has its own certification course and then test. And of course you have a limited amount of tries to be able to pass it otherwise. And if you fail within the first, whatever number, it could be three to six, depending on the insurance company, that agent cannot offer that particular insurance company for the, for the year if they do not pass in the certain amount of tries they give you. So they don't, there's really not a whole lot of room for error with these certification tests. And they have, and they're, they're very time consuming. They take very long takes a lot of studying because things change year in and year out. It's kind of how agents keep up with the changes for the most part. 
But if you're offering, the more Medicare Advantage carriers, uh, insurance agent or company has in their portfolio, the more tests they have to take every year. And they also have to take certification tests for Medicare Part D prescription drug plans as well. So if you carry 10, if, if an agent carries 10 different um, Medicare Advantage companies in, in their personal portfolio, they have to take 10 certification tests every year. That's a huge amount of commitment. So this might shed some light and kind of pull the curtain back on why I always say you want to work with a specialist because someone that's in this as a, on a side gig, let's say they're a financial planner or they're a car insurance agent, a farmer's agent or something, and they do Medicare on the side, chances are they're not going to want to spend all that time and energy and effort certifying with all the companies available. There lies why they might only have a couple of the big name companies and not everybody available. They don't want to take all the tests. They don't want to put all in all the effort for something that's not their bread and butter. Would you? I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to pick something up that's not my bread and butter and take 15 to 20 tests for it every single year. You got to think about this kind of stuff. This kind of stuff impacts you because if they don't want to take all the tests, that means they limit themselves on kind of what they can offer you. They can only offer you two or three of the biggest name companies. But what if one of what if one of those couple of companies they carry isn't the best fit for you? They can't tell you about any other companies because they don't have them, which in turn means they don't know about them. And you could have got a better deal somewhere else, but you chose to just go with that guy because he's done your car insurance for 20 years and you're comfortable with him. Bad move. My personal opinion. You want to work with a specialist, someone that it's, this is their bread and butter because they're going to go through the effort of taking all the different tests possible. I do it every single year. Do I like it? No, but I do it. I've never backed down from taking a test. I've never, I've, I did, I've struggled with certain tests over the years. Most insurance agents I believe have, unless they're just like a brainiac. I don't think I'm necessarily a brainiac. I don't think I'm dumb, but I don't think I'm a brainiac either. Um, I'm probably just a regular guy. I think most regular people, and I've met some really, really smart people that struggle with these tests too. They don't make them easy. You could know everything there is to know about Medicare and still struggle with these tests because they, they ask questions in a way that they're trying to trick you. Heard a lot of people say this over the years. They're trying to trick you. And in some cases, there's a couple different answers that could be right. That technically speaking are right, but it's you want you have to think like the test maker. What are they looking for? These are things that your agent and every agent that offers Medicare plans has to go through every single year. And it might better explain why some agents only want to carry a few companies. They're lazy. They don't want to they want to go through the process of taking all the tests. Makes more sense now, doesn't it? It's not so simple. It's not as simple as offering another type of insurance product and all they have to do is fill out a contract, pass a background check and they're good. It's a grueling process that is a year-to-year commitment as far as test-taking goes, fees, the whole nine yards. Don't go anywhere, folks. I have some final thoughts. I have one more break to take. I'll be back in segment three. Don't go anywhere. 
What's up, Everything Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Brindle, host of the Everything Medicare Podcast, and today I wanted to talk with you about this week's sponsor, and that is my company, Christian Brindle Insurance Services. Did you know that Christian Brindle Insurance Services has a 99% customer satisfaction rate? Did you know that Christian Brindle Insurance Services carries all of the major insurance companies in the insurance industry, whether it be Medicare supplements, Medicare Advantage plans, to help fit your needs? We want to extend an invitation to anybody that's been listening to us for some time. If you feel like you're not getting the most out of your Medicare and you live in one of the seven states we're licensed to do business in, that's Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Colorado, Texas, Florida and South Carolina, again, that is Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Oregon, Texas, Florida, and South Carolina, I encourage you to give our office a call today for a free, no obligation consultation. Talk with me directly, and let's see if we can find you something that can help you out in your Medicare journey. Our office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through our third and final break. And I hope if this episode does anything, I hope it doesn't bore you, of course, but if and nothing else, I hope this episode kind of sheds some light on why some agents don't want to carry all the companies. That's a question we've gotten all the time. I've talked about this on episodes past, and they're like, well, why wouldn't an agent want to carry all the companies? That's stupid. And I agree. That's stupid. If it was just as simple as filling out a contract, if that's all they had to do, every every agent would want to carry every company. It'd be easy. But the process they have to go through, the hoops they have to jump through with all of these different tests, it might make sense to you why a, an agent that's doing this part-time or an agent that this isn't their specialty, it's not their bread and butter, might think they're okay. Well, like, well, well I'll be fine just picking up a couple, you know, big name insurance companies and leave it at that. The, the the people there's no one that suffers more when someone does that, when an agent does that than you, the consumer. Because they're limiting their clients choices whether they think so or not. I think so. But it might shed some light onto why they do that. There's a reason for everything. If you pull back the curtain on anything, There's a reason behind it, and there's your reason. And I hope, if nothing else, if um, if you're a client of ours, or let's say you you're a client of another organization and you like them, might give you some new respect for kind of what they need to go through to be able to offer these programs, and you know at least um, take comfort in knowing that there's a year to year process as far as being certified. Every time there's a change. Year in and year out, they have to be able to pass it on a test in order to offer these particular insurance companies. Remember, it's a test for each specific insurance company. Every test is different. Some tests are easier than others. Some are harder than others to pass. Some are more extensive and lengthy than others. But that might give you a new appreciation for us Medicare agents. Thanks so much for listening, folks. Um, I'm going to cut this one short. Because my throat's starting to act up. I can feel it. I got a cold. 
from my daughter, like I said. And um, if you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to do so, please do me a favor. Leave us a five-star review. It helps us reach more people just like you. Drop a, and, and also, if you wouldn't mind, type a comment in on what you've enjoyed about the podcast. I always love reading them. I love seeing what people um, have to say. And um, until next time, thank you so much for your time. And we'll be back with another episode on Saturday. Hopefully, I feel 100% better by then. Take care.